Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Now, at the time of recording, um, it's fresh off of the weekend um, of FitX, the Compact Classic, um, in which I had three athletes compete, um, but also um, Ali had an athlete competing in two bros on Sunday. So it really was a, a fantastic weekend for the, the brand as a whole. Um, Saturday saw Bradley um, pick up two third places in first-timers bodybuilding and also classic bodybuilding. Uh, Molly won the bikini class and then went on to win the overall. Um, that was a really huge moment um, for herself and uh, the first time I, I've had a client win an overall and it was you know, an incredible moment to be part of. Um, and then also we had Rebecca who just narrowly missed out on a placing. Um, all three athletes kind of go again within the next three and a half to four weeks at different shows Bradley will be jumping in two bros um, and then the week after PCA then you've got Rebecca and Molly who are doing NFM UK so all set to go again all looked great um, loved kind of how FedEx ran their show um, loved what the day was all about how professional it was for a new federation anyone else anyone thinking of competing um, it's certainly something I would probably push you towards and uh, on Sunday Ali's client Chloe finished third in class E at two bros um, and she, you know, she looked fantastic. And what I wanted to do was just, you know, I was kind of thinking about at the weekend there about as a coach, you know, you kind of are there for the highs and the lows, I suppose, of your athletes. But also, I've kind of been through them myself. Um, I've been at shows where I've I've finished dead last um, as a first timer. Um, I've been at shows where clients have finished last. I've been at shows where clients have, you know, won won an overall. Um, and you know, I just want to jump onto a podcast and talk about the the emotions, um, kind of summarise my own experience, but also just talk about placings in general um, for first time athletes and kind of reasons why they maybe won't place things to, to maybe not do that I done that were very silly. Um, you know, what to focus on instead, um, and a little bit into sort of bodybuilding, bodybuilding politics because that's most certainly a thing. So, what I want to do is. I first want to give you my my own experience because I think that'll kind of set the tone for the podcast, and it's it's probably a, it's probably going to make you laugh, and it's probably going to make you think like who the who the fuck's that guy? Um, but I always think that if you can't look back and laugh, um, then you know you're not you're not progressing, you're not moving forward. So I, uh, for those of you who don't know, I competed in men's physique in twenty seventeen. Um, I originally sort of started preparing for that, hired a coach the year before. Um, and it was a, a massive lifestyle change for me, as, as it is for many first-time um, athletes. You know, I went from kind of eating however I really wanted to, uh, at the time, uh, the coach I was with put me on a very sort of clean diet, uh, chicken and brown rice, chicken and potatoes, you know, many, multiple times across the day. And in hindsight, that's probably what um, made me not enjoy the prep so much. Um, for those of you who have eaten brown rice, you know, it tastes of taste of nothing um but anyway i sort of went out with a goal it was actually ali that inspired me to to compete i just asked him i said you know he he competed the year before and I, was it worth it was it cool and he was like yeah it was awesome um so i decided to go for it um and and kind of in my head i was like right i'm preparing for a year and a half before this um and already you know before then i was like i'm i'm determined to to win and i'm going to win and blah 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 and i think that it's great to have the desire to win but I was so naive at the time, um, thinking that you know something can just get handed to you. Um, what you need to realize, and what I needed to realize, is that I need I, you know, I put in all that work, um, 
to finish last and it was an incredibly humbling experience um, I'll admit that probably in the lead up to the show it was 20 weeks um, I became say very obsessed I became very narcissistic I became very you know within myself and pushed a lot of people away a hell of a lot of people away and um, it, it wasn't you know looking back it wasn't something I intentionally done um, it was something that kind of happened and um, I was a little bit of an idiot about that um, but at the time it was for me it was normal I was so consumed by it and if you weren't interested in my show I wasn't interested in speaking to you I would get angry at people eating other foods around me that I knew I couldn't have and I felt it was unfair you know I was doing 55 minutes of cardio on the Stairmaster towards the end um, and I think that at times you feel somewhat entitled and you feel like oh I've worked so hard for this and what, what you feel to realise is that everyone else has worked usually just as hard as you and everybody else is is feeling like they, they deserve it and everyone else is you know they're tired and you know, hungry and lethargic and whatnot. Um, so I went into men's physique class. Uh, admittedly, I was probably the, the one of the bigger guys on stage. Um, the other three guys in the class were, were smaller. Um, they actually put the muscular men's physique, it was UKBFF, um, the muscular men's physique guy with us, and they moved me beside him and I was bigger than him. Um, so I, I was in the wrong class. At the time, I didn't know this. Um, so when they when they had sort of first call-outs and, and I wasn't in it and I never got kind of caught. At that point, we all left the stage and I never got called back on the stage. I, there was a moment where I, I, I literally felt, um, I just felt so lost and I felt so kind of empty and so like, I felt like I'd failed. Um, I just, I, I was, yeah, I mean, it's hard to describe the emotion at the time. I was, I didn't know how to feel. Um, I guess I was kind of emotionless. I was empty. Um and that's a moment I'll never, really, I'll never really forget. To be fair, um, it's definitely something I've, I've learned from. Um, and I remember, uh, kind of just going, getting changed, being, re- being really, really angry, uh, getting my stuff, and, and just leaving, and kind of going straight to the, the hotel. I had to just get out of there. I didn't know how to act. Um, when you know, looking back, I should have, should have been a man, um, accepted it, hung around, congratulated other competitors, and be happy for them and just be happy that I'd kind of um, had the experience and kind of com- completed something that I, I had said to myself I'd never do you know a few years before that I said I could never do what those bodybuilders do um, I, I could never stick to the stick to the calories stick to the diet um, and literally in that moment when I came off stage I didn't get first call outs and I was kind of emotionless there was a thought that went through my head and it was it, it remained for a good kind of couple of years after it was like I'm never fucking doing that again what a waste of time um, and you know that's me just being completely honest with you um, it was uh, yeah it was just something at the time that that's kind of what I felt and it took uh, it took a wee while to actually learn that well you know what um, in, in men's physique or even in bikini or whatever they kind of go with the average right the average on stage so I was just simply too big for that class at the time I didn't know I just thought you know I thought my, you know, I really sort of devalued my own self-worth um, and and yeah it was an incredibly sort of humbling experience and one that I think I needed to go through to get to where to where I am so that's my experience um, and, and what I want to do is just kind of follow on from that about if you kind of are competing what I would like you to just focus on instead um, if you're doing it for the first time uh, focus on instead of just solely focus on the placing because something I'd done for for a long time and, and by the end of it you know it knocked my confidence and 
I really sort of, as I said, I devalued my self-worth because I didn't feel like I'd been rewarded for the hard work I'd done. And I felt like, you know, um, yeah, I felt like a bit of a failure at the time. So I guess looking back, you know, what I what I should have focused on, what I focus on now and, and I, I suggest to, to all athletes is just focus on bringing the best package and the best version of you. You know, you are in zero control of who shows up. You may have picked a show um, that... In, you know, maybe you haven't picked a first timer show. Maybe you've just picked a normal regional, and you know you kind of going up against competitors that have done this two, three, four, five times, that have had multiple shows underneath their belt, um, and are experienced. And you know you're maybe showing up for the first time. People don't know who you are. You know you, people don't recognise you, um, and it maybe perhaps kind of kind of goes against you that way. So if you if you are so focused on you know I want to win or I want to I want to, you know, place or whatever. Well, you know, let's say you're a, let's say you're you're a bodybuilder, right? And you show up, and four or five guys show up that are bigger than you, that are drier than you, harder than you. I've been doing it a couple more years. And you, you know, you show up and you're at your absolute best. Like, there's nothing more you could have done. Like, you just needed a bit more time in the oven, right? A bit more time cooking. Um, you need you need a bit more muscle. You need a bit more time off. Um, what if, you know, let's say you're a bikini girl, you know, let's say you show up and, you know, you get, you know, three, four or five girls that show up, they've done it before, well seasons, they have, they have amazing, amazing stage presence, maybe two or three of them are very, very pretty, which is kind of a big thing in bikini. And, um, and, and you know, maybe perhaps your stage presence isn't, isn't quite there. Uh, maybe perhaps your, your pose isn't as fluid and sometimes in bikini to separate girls is really, really hard and it kind of comes down to the overall presentation and maybe that goes against you so there's two scenarios by which you know you have kind of nailed it you've shown up knowing that this is you couldn't have given any more but there was just people that were better and, and ultimately that is just part of the sport it's something that we need to just accept that <laughs> People out there bodybuild as well, um, and people out there, you know, bodybuilders. We take years off sometimes. Some people can come out the shadows and just be, you know, an absolute animal, um, having had some time off. And you've got to accept that um, you're in zero control of, of who shows up. But what are you in control of, right? That that's what you've got to focus on. You've got to focus on, right? Okay, can you nail each day? Can you make sure that you know you're listening to your coach, you're you're doing your cardio, you're doing your steps, you're hitting your meals. You're prepping your meals. You're doing your posing. You're focusing on your routine. You're you're doing all the little things that that you know will make the big difference. Um, and one thing I would suggest as well. One thing I didn't do, and this is I think one of my problems at the time, was um, I did one show, and that was it. I, I like for the whole year and a half I prepared for it. I was just the one show. I wasn't doing any other ones. That's all I was focused on. Um, when in hindsight that was a pretty bad idea what I what I should have done and what I suggest to all athletes now and what I do is I suggest picking about three shows right or so quite close to each other maybe either within a sort of four to six week period of, of one another um, these can be different federations these can be the same federation it totally depends remember that some federations have slightly different criteria slightly different posing for example PCA's posing is going to be different to Two bros, you know, FitX, you can kind of do both. So you're going to have to choose a federation that is, you know, suited to you, but also one that you feel like, you know, you'd be well well suited in. So, for example, if you're a first-timer, it would make sense to either choose a first-timer show or 
to choose a federation that does like a first timers or beginners category. I think it's I think it's a fucking brilliant idea. Um, and some of them as well will let you compete in multiple classes on the day, which is really good for say stage presence. And just kind of getting the getting the confidence because you can imagine, right? As a first time, you're at the side of the stage. You've been, you know, this, you know, this is life changing experience. You've been preparing for this for like twenty weeks now, and you're probably gonna be a bit nervous, right? And you go on, and before you know it, it's a blur. Maybe you make one little mistake, and, and it's over. And you kind of go, "Fuck, I want to do that again." Well, what if on the same day you had another class you could do? And you're like, "Right, cool. I've learned from that. I'm gonna go on." And then just before you know it, you nail it. You're not as you're not as nervous. You're a bit more confident. You know, you flow a bit better. More, and it's more opportunity, more stage time to present yourself for all the hard work that you've done for those sort of twenty weeks. So you're choosing multiple federations, the majority of which will let you compete in a sort of a couple of classes, and that could be like something example of a beginners bikini class. And then maybe you've got um, the then open, or you've got say junior bikini class, and then you'd have the open. By open, I just mean like you know it's for anyone that can do it. Some of them will split bikini into you know open height, uh, uh, bikini into open height classes, so you can compete against girls that you know the rest of your height. Because if you're a female that's about five foot two, and they put you up beside a girl that's five foot eight, you know the muscle bellies, the insertions, the origins. You know, the, the, your leg length, um, it, it's, it's all different. It's really, I think it's very unfair to compare them to. So federations that lump kind of all the, the girls in the one class, I feel that's very, very unfair to do so. Um, similar kind of in, in men's physique and, and classic physique, you know, you compete against other guys, you know, similar height. Uh, bodybuilding is mostly based around weight. But um, that's kind of what I'd recommend you do. Uh, don't do what i done, which was very silly, which was after it, you know. I, I kind of I really resented bodybuilding uh, for a while. Sorry, I resented competing. I still bodybuild. I love bodybuilding, but I resented competing. I said I would never, I'd never do it again. Um, what I didn't do was I didn't focus on you know me bringing the best version of me. I wasn't humble, um, and I put all my self worth on on a medal, which was was ridiculous. Instead of focusing on the journey, you know, focusing on something that I I had uh, told myself I couldn't do and and kind of set out to, um, I should have just set out to, to do it and prove myself wrong. And, and I did, but I didn't realise that at the time. So I think that it's great if you have aspirations to to want to win. Um, I think that's fantastic. And I think going into it, wanting to is great, but or, or you know wanting to place is great. However, just what, what I'm trying to say here is don't, don't be too disheartened um, if, if it doesn't come. You know, especially in that first show, because um, it might come in the second show, you know, it might come in the third show. The stars might align, and it might might happen on, on in a show where you feel like it's not going to happen, and all of a sudden, um, you, they're calling your name, um, and you know you're you're shocked. I, I've seen it happen, um, plenty of times. I've I've seen many competitors, um, who who I know have been very good, who haven't believed in themselves, uh, be just so shocked when their name gets called first, um. And I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying, but Molly was certainly one of those. You know, we had a consult call last last year, um, and you know, she'd said to me in her first show, she'd kind of came finished last, and I looked at her, her photographs, and I said, "Look, Molly, you've got really good potential here. And I, I reckon with the with the right structure, I said, I reckon we can win a show next year, beginners class." Um, and I still remember the look on her face when she won at the two was beginners, and then obviously she won her her class, uh, her height class. 
and uh, she was even more shocked when she won overall um, at the weekend there but um, you could see straight away that, that she was the winner of that and um, it was just incredible incredible to be part of it and to see someone who who hadn't believed in themselves um, have, a, have a moment like that and to be part of that journey is something I'm incredibly incredibly grateful for however uh, equally um, I think that I'm incredibly grateful to be part of a journey for a client who perhaps doesn't place and, and you know being there as a coach accepting the feedback you know trying to think logically okay well, well why didn't it happen and how can we be better but also being there for your athlete because they, you know, they, they can be devastated um, at the time and, and, and absolutely because some of them uh, you know fair play it's you know a big life changing moment they put so much into it and at times you know they they can feel like they deserve to place and and that's the thing um, sometimes they do uh, however bodybuilding uh, politics is is a real thing um, it's something that you just kind of have to accept that um, sometimes uh, you know competitors will place based upon um, how well they're known you know who their coach is and whatnot um, and, and that's just the way the sportman like some you know they say it's about who you know some sometimes it is um, I don't like to to, you know, if, if I if I ever disagree with the placing, I don't like to, to voice it publicly or maybe chat with my athletes about it, but I just have to say, listen, you know, we're not the judges and we just have to accept the result and move on, take on board the feedback and and kind of go from there. Um, but the one thing that we don't do is we don't we don't get angry uh, at, at that. We don't get frustrated. We simply, we take it on board, we accept it, and then we get better. And if we do that, we know that our next showing... You know, it could potentially be the be the case, um, that, that maybe it does go our way. Um, as I said, you know, like the more you compete, um, you know, placings are a progression within bodybuilding, aren't they? You know, each t- each show you do, the likelihood of you placing as your physique improves becomes that little bit higher. Each prep that you do gets that little bit easier. Each rebound that you do gets that little bit easier. You know, the mentality of of kind of going to those quote unquote dark places gets that little bit easier. Um the more preps you do it's just the first one I like I hold my hands up I say it was the hardest thing I ever had done I think it will be for many of you whereas like now kind of going through preps sort of four or five times uh, this is probably the easiest one simply because I just know what to expect Um, you know how you're going to feel and you kind of just get on with it because you know what's coming Um, you take it each day at a time and you focus on that opposed to how many days out or weeks out you are um, which a lot of people can kind of come get very very uh, very obsessed with opposed to remembering that you're still living life and you need to get on with it for example like me right now um, my wife's carrying our our wee boy um, and you know we've made an effort to try and go pram shopping and weekends away and, and do this and do that why because it's, it's not fair on her that you know if you know I me just want to sit in the house and get you know pass the day um she's got a life too and I think that that's what people need to accept that if you're not going to you're not going to be a pro bodybuilder so why should you need to do make some of the sacrifices and you should be able to live life uh, you know as kind of quote-unquote normal as you um as you can whilst while still bodybuilding so I think that if you were to to think about you know okay Vaughn well uh, maybe I haven't placed or someone I knew it was the first time I didn't place what why is that and what I would say is well unless unless you're there on the day um and you see the lineup. I really don't feel it's fair to judge, on, you know, or make a comment about the judging because 
sometimes you've got to be there. You know, all you've got to do is go listen, go back and listen to the podcast I've done with Joe Bennett when he spoke about Olympia. And he, he talks about um, Breon um, and Rough Diesel and just how when they went through the transitions and the pop, when they went into poses, Rough was just better. And obviously he got second place, whereas what some people do, and this is what you should never do, is they're like screenshotting one photo from Instagram, they're putting on the story and they be like, oh, look, this person's better in this pose. And you're like, yeah, that was maybe tick- maybe maybe taking half a half a second before that other person popped their quads or like popped their glutes or hammies or their abs or whatever it was. So what I would say is, you know, unless you were there watching, um, please don't go and comment and um, be a keyboard warrior about a federation or a showing or a class where you where you weren't actually there. But why why might people not place? Um, it's something that you I guess you got to consider, and there's multiple reasons why, right? Uh, number one is maybe you just don't fit the criteria. Maybe you are fucking peeled, you're shredded, um, but you've jumped in sort of men's physique, but you actually look more like a bodybuilder. Um, you know we we've seen this this year. Um, my client Neil, um, again, I'm sure, I'm sure you wouldn't mind me saying this. He actually won beginners men's physique. Uh, great result, something we we sort of set our um our, our eyes on last year. But, you know, the morning of the show, I looked at him and I went, mate, you're not a men's physique athlete. I went, but you're just doing it right now because the only class you fit in. I went, you're going to be a bodybuilder or, you, or, you know, a classic physique guy in the years to come. And that's so, so it's like, so don't be frustrated if things don't go your way today or, you know, this season or whatever it is. And, and kind of like, I think that people appreciate that honesty when when you say it. And, and you know, I'll say to guys before, women before they enter a prep, well, this is kind of what I think and this is what I would or wouldn't do. Um, if I feel that someone is is very much not, um, you know, not, not fitting that criteria at all, I won't recommend doing it. But Neil, Neil was, you know, Neil, Neil was kind of in between. Um, so, so we got away with that and hey, he won a class. So uh, given his due and then he came actually fourth in a pro qualifier. So not many people can actually say that, can they? Um, so number one, they maybe just don't fit the criteria. Uh, maybe maybe you can fit it in time with just a little bit more muscle mass. Maybe you don't have enough muscle mass. Maybe the other competitors on stage are a bit bigger than you. Um, maybe perhaps you're just not quite lean enough. Maybe you needed another few weeks dieting, a, a bit more sort of time uh, brewing as such. Um, maybe perhaps you got your peak wrong that peak week. Maybe you, you changed loads of stuff and you didn't need to. You spilled over. Um, you know, you, you had digestive distress, you were bloated. You know, maybe it was nerves that kind of got in your way. Maybe it was a case of you just jumped into a diet from from doing something that was like you've never really, tra- you know, never really tracked before or, you've, or, or, you know, or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're prepping for a show. Um, and, you know, how you enter a prep often dictates how you finish it. Um, so at that point you probably just weren't ready for it and, and ultimately if you're going to you know, compete I'd suggest you probably can you know prepare for that show for a good couple of years before it. I have many many athletes on board that I have said we are not competing until 2023 um, because they just need time and I, like, I've been the coach that's put people on stage not really before in my sort of inexperienced youth days but I, that was part I needed to kind of do that to understand that you never do that again right um, but, but just investing in time and understanding that the more you meticulous you are with an off season, the, the better the look's going to be um, when the time kind of comes to the stage. Um, so that you could say that one of the other reasons is just that, that you've not had a, a structured enough kind of off season. Um, and that, you know, the other one I said at the very start of the podcast is sometimes the other competitors are just, are just better. Um, and I think that if, you know, if and when that happens to me, because it will, um, rather than be frustrated, I will just be very, 
very privileged to, to share the stage with that caliber of athletes and, you know, and be able to try and hold my own against that. And then ultimately just get motivated and be like, right, okay, well, that's what I need to do. That's the standard. That's what I need to come back with. So let's go away and let's fucking do it. You know, and, and that's how I look at it now. Um, and that's why you sort of um, try and push my athletes towards is that whatever happens, you know, we, we, we win or we learn. And sometimes we, you know, even when we come second and third, we're, we're learning. We're thinking, okay, right, well, what do we need to come back with? The judges say, okay, maybe you need a little bit more glute. Maybe you need a bit more hamstrings. You know, maybe actually need a bit more condition. Or, you know, condition was on point here, but you're actually lacking, lacking in that area. So, right, okay, cool. Be logical about it. Don't get frustrated about it. Understand that this is a sport, right? There are certain criteria and guidelines, and we need to obviously try and match them. There's some some people have physiques that just don't fit really many criteria, Um and in that instance, you know, um, do a few shows, see if it's for you, and then and then kind of go from there. Find find a federation where you kind of just just fit. If it's your first time, as I said, what I suggest, you know, don't go for the fucking big ass shows. Don't go for the cream of the crop unless you're very very good and you're a genetic freak, uh, which I'm sure there's someone out there listening is going, yeah, everyone, I'm I'm, I'm going to do two bros and I'm going to aim for the you know British title. I'm like, well, why don't you just do a federation that's maybe not quite as prestigious as your sort of first show, second show, take a step up, and then maybe the year after or so, then take that big leap where you just know that the standard in something like Tubros, which is IFBB, or links with IFBB, um, is going to be that little bit higher. Um, so, listen guys, I hope that my, um, I hope that, that this sort of podcast does help in regards to certainly what not to do if you're kind of a first-timer and you're, you're, you're thinking, all you're thinking about is is kind of placing or you're, you're you know, the bad experience I had, I hope that you can 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 never do it. Um, in regards to you know how I reacted, it was very poor. How I um you know two years that I hung about, I'm never going to compete again, and that kind of was there from twenty seventeen until twenty nineteen. I went to PCA Scotland and I watched a guy called um Jamie Maxwell pose. Um, brilliant routine. He won. He won PCA Classic. Uh, classic bodybuilding Scotland. And uh, that routine, I was like, man, that looks sick. Uh, and, you know, I originally thought I was, wasn't big enough. I looked at the guys on stage and went, ah, I've, I think I've got the size here. And um, I thought, right, cool, I'll do it next year. Um, and I did. And, and what, what a different experience it was the second time around. Um, I just went into it with such a better attitude. I was like, this is the best I can be. This is the first time, you know. I said to myself, I'd never step on stage again as a men's physique athlete. And then I didn't. Um, you know, I, I wasn't focused on a on a placing I was focused on like you know with my coach Carl I was like let's get fucking peeled let's get shredded let's present the look let's check again let's check again right how we're we looking how we're we looking how we're we looking and then uh, on the day it just it went my way um and I uh, was you know I ended up winning the beginners class and ended up winning the my, my open height class and um yeah it was a great experience and I think that I learned a lot from um, my first show and I hope that that'll give you a little bit of motivation that you know I will say I finished last in my first show and then my second show I won two classes um, excited to see what happens in my third show this year, fourth show and fifth show. Um, again, going into it with a, just just the mentality of you know Vaughn, bring your best, uh, focus on each day, um, knowing what kind of needs to be done here in the next sort of uh, three and a half weeks. When this podcast goes live, it'll be two and a half weeks, and I'm sure when it goes live, I'll have a I'll have a photo shoot the next day. Um, hopefully, you're you're keeping up with me on Instagram for that one. If not, drop me a little follow. Um, make sure you drop Clara and Ali a follow as well. 
But listen guys, I'm going to leave it there um, and just remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans. <laughs>